Hey, Wonderfuls, welcome to episode 420 of the JV Club with my absolutely delightful guest, Joe Firestone. Joe is, of course, a host of another wonderful and charming Max Fun podcast, Dr. Game Show. I have been a fan of Joe's for quite some time. She's done Sketchfest many years, and I had such a wonderful conversation with her. I giggled and giggled. And then, dare I say, I giggled some more. So I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. It is a very special one, of course, because this is the second and final week of Max Fun Drive, your opportunity to support the podcast if perhaps you have not had the opportunity to do so. I realize I added an extra syllable on opportunity because I had the I wanted to stretch it out. I want to show you what an exciting opportunity it is. It's so exciting. It's an opportunity um, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. No one's going to follow it. It's okay. I'm leaving it in. So it is week two of Max Fun Drive. This is all about you. It's all about how much we appreciate you. It's about how your support makes our shows possible. And listen, it's a great time to join as a member during Max Fun Drive because you can join at any other time during the year. Of course, you are always welcome in to the Maximum Fun family. But when you do it during Max Fun Drive, you do get some very cool thank you gifts that we only offer during Max Fun Drive. So how to join? <laughs> oh, don't you worry, my friends. We will have more on that in a bit. But if you want to get it out of the way now, you can just quickly pause. Joe and I will be here waiting with bated breath. You can check out MaximumFun.org slash join or as my beloved Hal Lublin likes to say, forward slash join and Get in there and become a member today or upgrade. Listen, no one's going to stop you from upgrading. All right, let's enjoy this episode and I'll see you in some breaks. Stalling by talking very <laughs> slowly. I guess we all knew how that sentence was going to end. Uh, hide self-view. <laughs> Could didn't. not hide self-view faster. Um, I am... Now, the other thing I would say is uh, we can gaze at each other. I also am trying really hard to lean and strain my neck less when I've, I've, I've discovered because <laughs> I'm having like these horrible neck problems that uh my physical therapist is like oh you use your neck for everything like if I could walk using only my neck muscles oh. apparently I would <laughs> um I so she's like she's so and and so I've tried to I've been like really trying to pay better attention to how I sit and what I do and apparently I just lean like I'm so like I'm present. I'm present to life. <laughs> but that means I'm constantly like leaning in and just everything is happening uh -huh. here. I don't know if you can relate to that at all. But yeah. so I'm try I was A gonna say we can totally turn off the camera if you want and you can pick your nose to your heart's content. You can also do that on camera. Great, let's do that. Let's but do that. We let's can work also yeah, you wanna see I mean listen. Also yeah, we're just it. gonna be having the experience that the listener's gonna have. I don't want to. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be doing a bunch of just physical bits, silent miming <laughs> that, Have you, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of them now that you get on the podcast and they're like, boop, boop. It's actually a visual podcast. Yeah. And that's always a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think 
maybe people are like, are they YouTube podcasters? That feels like a whole other world that I am ashamed yeah. to say I know nothing yeah, it's about. A, it's a different world. We're, it's we're, yeah, world. I'm not part of it, but I've heard about it. <laughs> and you're finding out about it the hard way yeah. when you're showing up and people are like, let's go. Is that the backdrop you're going to use? What? I thought, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how are you? We are we are recording in a, a slightly more uh, chipper times, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, than if seems we had like spoken a couple months ago. The sun is shining, and uh, that's new. And yep. um, yeah, my dog won't go downstairs anymore. But apart from that, oh things no, are going okay. Oh no. Oh, no. <sighs> things outside of your apartment are now feel alien and scary to your dog. What was what? What's happened? He likes to be outside. I think that he. I think what happened is he had a trauma. You know, he went. He fell down the stairs. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, he's always trying to reenact that scene from Death Becomes Her, and then I, it gets dangerous. I, I too. Listen, we've discussed my neck. I can't afford to. Yet it's all I think about. It's all I think about recreating. Oh God, I couldn't be. I couldn't love you more for bringing up Death Becomes Her because it is a gem. It's so good. A gem of a movie. It is so good. Like, be, it's way better than it has any right to be. I it's know. really, really good. <laughs> it's really good. Everyone is really spectacular in it. And <sighs> just, I just love the set. I love the story. Yes. I, everything is great. The props. And, really. and you know what, Academy? Don't be afraid to give Meryl <laughs> uh, a, an Academy Award for this performance. Like, possibly she earned it more than some <laughs> of the other times she's been nominated. Like, it's, it's that good. I wish we were the Academy. I think we could make some good changes. <sighs> I agree. I also kind of thought you were about to say that you wish we were the stars of Death Becomes Her, and I <laughs> okay. also agree with that. <laughs> I mean, it's a remake. It's a dangerous remake to make for all the reasons we remake. just described. <laughs> we just said it couldn't be better. <laughs> it couldn't be improved upon. And now suddenly I'm throwing my hat into the ring <laughs> that I want to I wanna follow that act. That's a bad idea. But it would be fun. That's what kind of makes me wish we were still like, and I never did this, but I had friends who did. And maybe I would love to hear from you if you ever had this. But like young kids who do go like, I'm going to write the play version of this movie I like and we're going to put it on in my backyard. (laughs) I kind of wish, A, I had been that kid and B, that I were now that kid because then you (laughs) sort of can do stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And it can be horrible and that's still okay. Yeah, I think that this, I mean, I think that you have like a, and I'm not going to tell you what to do with your career, but you have a (laughs) a window right now in which to do that. You know, you can mask it as a fundraiser or something, but I think people would really, I think people would flock. Now, wait, first of all, when does the window close? Oh, (laughs) and what what defines, what is, where is the closing happening and why? Okay, I think that genuine, I think genuinely, how many more years do you think we have left of remakes before the public says, no more, we want new? It's, the answer is either like a year or never, (laughs) and everyone will always want just tacky remakes. (laughs) Okay, so you have a year, or always. So, I mean, you know, take your pick, but I think that this is a really good window for you to do this. Um, uh, I just think that, you know, Broadway, that's what Broadway's doing. You know, I think that the the direction is pointing west, you know, and west means go. (laughs) 
Okay. A, I'm so excited that the direction pointing west means go for stuff. Sure. Second of all, I made it very, I made it much more personal and I genuinely was like, as if we were having a serious conversation to begin with, that you were like, well, Janet, everyone knows that by the time you hit 50, you <laughs> will no longer be able. That's a known fact. Like, the, the, the all signs point east <laughs> once you get to age 50 when it comes to recreating things in your backyard for a fundraiser. That's the, everyone knows that's a cutoff Janet don't Janet. act like you don't know Janet, come on <laughs> were you did you have those kinds of were you a child like that? I mean you are extraordinarily special and creative Joe Firestone so it will it will not surprise me at all if you say that you know you did like oh my god I was gonna make the worst like my dinner with Andre like that's still a punchline <laughs> that's still a punchline in my world I was trying to think of some obscure movie that it would be like very hard for you to reenact. Listen, but that hasn't that punchline hasn't gotten to my world yet, so it was still pretty exciting. I just oh, want, good! Your world is we have different worlds, you know, so you can use any <laughs> old ones for me. I'm, it's new. Great. <laughs> yeah, I come from a world where a lot of the punchlines are. You know, here's what I don't want to hear: a lot of punchlines of uh, Shrek. Uh, the mask, you know, anything where the guy is green. That's what I've heard a lot of. And so, if, if we... Wait a minute. And, and and then I guess just like the Hulk movie, but with Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah. That weird yeah. in-between Hulk movie. Any weird in-between Hulk movies, That's I've heard a lot of that. So don't even go uh, there. But the rest okay. I can, yeah, I'm down for it. Okay. Well, this is very good news. Yeah. I got to, let me, I got to trot out my... Um, trot him now out. I, I, I'm doing it again. I got to trot out my... Uh, first Adams family movie uh, <laughs> puns. I don't know. That might be still around the, the mask era. I worked in a movie theater uh, as a summer job when mask was in the theaters, I think. And I say that because I don't think I ever saw the whole movie, but I feel like I've seen like the, the end of the movie <laughs> way more times than I could have unless that's what was, was yes. playing it when I was working at the movie yes, theater. That, Did you ever work at a movie theater? Yeah, and I had the same problem. I saw the end of War of the Worlds. I I'd have to say sixty times, but yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> they ruin it. Okay, yeah. no, wait. I didn't even get to. I didn't even. I I skimmed right over the. Did Joe Firestone ever? Oh, put yes. on plays in the backyard or participate in? I didn't base them off movies, but I did put on a lot of plays. But. uh with my neighbors and then with my cousins, I would, anyone smaller than me, I thought they are an actor. And so I, I put them <laughs> in my And place. they will not say no to me yeah. because they feel, they will feel they cannot. Yeah. And that's still true today. Anyone I see that's smaller than me, I think they're an actor. <laughs> so, yeah, Perfect. I think that, um, yeah, I really like to put on plays and, um, uh, yeah, I, I, we started making little videos in high school, and they are really bad. And um, but luckily, I I made I had the forethought to put them on VHS tapes so I could watch them and oh. you know revel in in my um, ambition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: when when you were before you were getting into the video market <laughs> with, your, <laughs> with your friends in high school if you were doing stuff with your cousins and kids perhaps nearby 
Did you, like I did, have a sense, not necessarily that it was talent-based, but that it was like obsession or drive-based, have ever a feeling that maybe you were more into it? Yes. Oh, yes. You I, know, because I really had like my parents' friends would do it. And I and, and I, was, I felt even then I was acutely aware like, oh, they, they're like not all in. And I am very uncomfortably <laughs> all into this. Yeah. I remember one time my friend and I wanted to recreate Greece. We wanted to do Greece. Sure. Um, and so we we decided we both wanted different parts in Greece, but we still needed to audition. You know, it's fair. Uh, <laughs> so we asked her dad to sit there while we auditioned. Oh my for him. god, that's and amazing! And he was like so not. He was just like, "What part do you want? Yeah, you uh-huh. you got it. <laughs> yeah, what part do you? Yeah, sure. Both of you are. And we're like, wow, that went so well. <laughs> And then did you cast it out with other people or was no, it like and no. and now we're and now we need to do a two person Yeah, we kind of stopped there. where we just where everything everything that's not the the scenes between those two characters is just <laughs> gossip and innuendo. You have to be like, I heard Kaniki say that he used something called greased lightning to get the girls and the cars to go. But I wasn't there, I just heard. <laughs> love I love a scene where you're gossiping about another character and that's the plot that is yep. really it's, it's, it's very, you don't need all those extra actors no. it's, it's a waste we have a new idea for equity <sighs> this is going to be very popular it's going to be so pop now what oh, the other thing is and let's be honest it would have been super amazing if you, one of you was like i want to be rizzo and then the other one was like and i want to be eugene <laughs> <laughs> like how are we how are we going to make the rest of the those are the characters we're passionate about how are we going to tell this story yeah i think well i think for our case one of us wanted to be rizzo you're right on half of it and the other okay. one wanted to be danny And, Ah. you know, there is a a dynamic between Rizzo and Danny. uh, And I believe Rizzo gets an abortion? Is that pot? No, she gets an abortion after. Is there an abortion? No, you're right. (laughs) I had the same, I had the same, like, heart skip a beat moment where I was like, wait a minute, is there? Is there? Wait. But there is. Hopelessly. I mean, it's definitely not Sandy. It's definitely not Sandy who gets it. It's but definitely hopelessly devoted. Is definitely not about that. It's Ooh. wait, which one is? I'm pretty sure, but yeah, we didn't. No, really... I think you're right. I think she, well, or there was a rumor. Oh, there, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna have to look this up. Yeah. There was a rumor that maybe she was knocked, quote unquote, knocked up. I believe is the term they use in the movie, and maybe it turned out that she wasn't. Uh, I mean, if there was a straight up, if there was like a mention to a straight up, like I, I, I did not have the baby that was 100% in me. I feel like you and I would both remember it very clearly versus like wondering if there's a mention of it. Right. Sometimes I really miss out. Like I really don't like I watched a Rocky Horror Picture Show a lot as a kid. And I didn't understand it was sexual until about last year or so. I really, that was, I really thought it was just about, I don't know. I just, like, I thought it was about Transylvania, like, about, like, aliens or, like, some kind of, like, supernatural. Uh-huh. I, it was, it didn't really occur to me until, yeah. Well, 
Okay, but like, okay, but <laughs> but it still was. Now, see, now I'm scared. I mean, it still I'm is scared. about those other things, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I think okay. so. I think that they're. You know, I think it's just you know, if you're open, you know, if you open your eyes, people are having intercourse everywhere. You know what I mean? You gotta think about that. <laughs> if you open your eyes, you know, you go to a public park, people are intercoursing, and you can go through. You know, you can go through the whole park saying, uh, "Where's you know, where's the popsicles?" You know, and that, that's right. You know, that's <laughs> right. kind of my approach. I'd say to life in general is looking for the popsicles when everybody else is. Um... I get it. Mm-hmm. I do get it. Yeah, I I I get it, and. Uh... And uh, well, obviously I get it because I was immediately willing to like be wrong about everything just now <laughs> about ev- any and everything I thought something was about. I quickly, I just very quickly Googled. Um, I'm listen. I first of all, I I don't. Are people still giving trigger warnings? I I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe the people don't use those terms anymore, but they still say like this. Po- this episode contains sensitive material. It's the sensitive material that we're wondering if Rizzo got an abortion. I don't want to upset anyone. Yeah, it's hard to say. Maybe I we just, just want dumb. everyone to get along. Yeah, everyone. But that really... being said, yeah. That being said, there is a lot on the internet about okay. it, so it's not like we're the first. We're people not to have the this first, and we won't be the last, which is really a relief. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Unless something very bad is about to happen in the world, oh. we are not the last. We're the last ones to ever Okay, here we go. Here's just a quick... I'm not even going to click on anything. I'm just looking at the results of DuckDuckGo. Worst things, Sandy and Rizzo and me, the toast. Grease spans August to June in a little over an hour and a half. Oh, and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how sentences work. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that sentence is hard, okay? <laughs> in a little <laughs> In a little over an hour. And <laughs> it starts the next line. Oh god. In a little over an hour and a half. Period. <laughs> Rizzo. Rizzo has unprotected sex with Kadiki 30 minutes in, tells Marty she's pregnant about an hour and 20 minutes in, and then announces it was a false alarm nearly half an hour later. Right, right, in, right. Gre- in the Grease timeline, that's another month. The timing doesn't add up. Oh, and this is on DuckDuckGo? Yeah, I mean, like, if you DuckDuckGo versus Googling it, uh, uh, if you DuckDuckGo it or Google it, you will, if you put that in, uh, if you put in Rizzo abortion in Greece, you will get a f- some different things that come up. And that is one, that is one link that, you know, that's a sort of preview of what you'd be reading about if you clicked on the thing. And then there's another one right underneath it. And it, yes, it is a Reddit link. <laughs> And the subject, the subthread is Sandy helped Rizzo get a secret abortion. <laughs> Sandy helped Rizzo get a secret abortion. Not my theory, but Mara <laughs> Wilson's. Ah, uh, your friend Ish and my. I mean, I, listen, I don't know Mara, but I certainly think she's wonderful. We gotta ask Mara her. Wilson's. Yeah, I was gonna say you you uh, you are friends with Mara, right? I mean, you know. I'm gonna. You know what? I got to email. I'm gonna email her. This is going to be great. Basically, after Rizzo finds out she's pregnant and sings There Are Worse Things, Sandy asks if she can help Rizzo. <gasps> That's a great conspira- conspiracy theory. <laughs> the conspira- I mean, I guess. 
<laughs> it is a conspiracy of between two people about a secret thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So I really like this idea of a two-person Greece that is just Rizzo and Danny. I feel like you were onto something. Yeah. Yeah. How no. did you handle it? How did you handle Or were you jumping back and forth, like, sort of half-heartedly playing the other characters? Well, I guess you could say that we, you know, we obviously, you know, did, um, you know, whenever you go to stage a musical, you know, it's all fun and games until you realize that you don't know the script, right? That, uh-huh. That's hard. <laughs> and, um, you know, you can scribble it down, whatever, and then you say, say oh, shoot, where are the instruments? And, you know, it all kind of adds up and it's hard. And uh, you just, it turns out you need a lot of people, which is tough. And um, yeah. I'm not going to say that dream died, but it did, It you know, it became other things. Yeah. It yeah. It evolved. Which, by the way, turns out my dinner with Andre, not such a bad idea after all. <laughs> because it's a very small cast. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we... we and not a musical. I wish, I wish I knew then what I knew now, which is my dinner with Andre. And. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. You as a child could have had hours of fun <laughs> recreating my dinner with Andre. It's the mid-roll Max Fun Drive chat. I hope you've been looking forward to it as much as I have. Listen, friends, before I get into it, before I start talking about what Next Fun Drive is all about, once again, reminding you this is my last opportunity to do so in an episode because this is the final week of Max Fun Drive. I want to play a little medley of some of the voicemails that we received from some of you listeners. I can't listen to them without sobbing with gratitude. So take a listen to this little medley as a way of us saying thank you for making us feel good about what we do. I would like to thank everyone at the JV Club for the podcast. It's been really fantastic source of company during the pandemic. Look, this has been a tough year for everybody, but I got to tell you, JV Club has helped pull me through it. I love the conversations. There's very few that I blow through. I listen almost end to end to every single one of them. Janet, you're amazing. The most important thing for us is hearing those incredible words hey wonderfuls at the beginning of every single episode she just makes basically everybody feel comfortable you get to know people you have a wonderful conversation it's helped me put some things into perspective and has helped me become a semi-functioning grown-up person that i am I love to love the JV Club. I love to love Janet Varney. I love to love all of her guests. And I love to share that love. It just makes the world brighter and it makes us feel so great. The point I'm trying to make is that the MASH game led to therapy. And to that I say, damn it, Janet. Love you. I mean, come on! I defy you to tell me that there are better listeners on any podcast and the JV Club. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so grateful that I get to do this, that I get to come here, stand in this pseudo closet, and think about all of my wonderful, wonderful cohort. Is it cohorts or cohort? I always thought it was cohorts. Now, all of a sudden, everywhere I go, I'm hearing the word cohort to describe a group of people. So I guess I'm going to say my cohort at 
Max Fun HQ at their own homes, everybody waiting to get back together into one place, uh, thinking about the love there, thinking about the community there, and thinking about how that community extends out into your ear holes, even if you can't be with us in person when some of these recordings are happening, when our Max Fun Drive is happening this year. Gosh, we all wished we were together, and we will be again. So, oh, we've really been celebrating community because we've been so aware of how key it's been this last year. So thank you for those beautiful voicemails. And now I want to get into what you get. Get, get. Membership at Max Fun starts at just $5 a month. That gets you all of the 200 plus hours of bonus content from my podcast and from many, many, many other podcasts. It's mind-blowingly awesome. You will be able to access all of that as long as you're a member. And there, as I said, is just a heap of it waiting for you right now. But you know what? You're going to listen to the rest of this episode with Joe. And then maybe you'll join and then go over and listen to Dr. Game Show or a bunch of the other amazing hosts I've even had on my own podcast. If you choose to join or upgrade at $10 a month, you get a MaxFun membership card, a very cool pin of your choice. I already told you how much I love, love, love this year's pin. It is a yearbook that says, hey, wonderfuls on it. And it makes me smile from ear to ear every time I glance at it. And I haven't even seen the pin in person. So I'm going to lose my mind when I see it. I hope you will consider getting the JV Club pin. I will tell you, there are going to be a lot of pins for you to choose from. I will not be hurt if you pick a different pin. But I do feel you should pick my pin. Now, you also maybe have the opportunity to buy some later, so don't worry too much. And I think this might be the last time we do pins for a while, so this is a good time to grab one. And if you join or upgrade at $20 a month or more, that's like maybe a nice lunch less per month or more, you get this year's special gift, a Max Fun Take a Minute, capital T, capital M, Take a Minute tea kit. It's a custom tin with art by Atomic Pixies, a rocket-shaped tea infuser, yes! And a custom Max Fun blend of tea from our friends at Wishes Tea. It's a wonderful tea. I, you know what? This this is a tea that makes me feel like it's winter even when it's summer, and for me that's a very good thing because I'm not that big of a fan of summers. I like to bundle up. Alright, so you can get this tea and take a minute and enjoy it for yourself. Capital T, capital N, take a minute and enjoy a nice cup of tea. If you are already a member and you're just listening to this message because you love my dulcet tones, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart, thank you. If you are thinking about joining, not sure you can swing it and you decide you can't, I still love you. But if you feel like you can do it, just dig in and do it because you're helping a lot of really great creators continue to make their own stuff. And that's one of the things I love most about the network. Guess what? It's time to get back to the episode. Let's do it. Right before the pandemic hit, I did do one of those reenactment um, shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did a reenactment of Moonstruck. Okay. Oh, nice. Which was, you know, it was beautiful, right? Of course it was beautiful. And, um, you know, I, I had my friend uh, come in from St. Louis. She played Cher. She's a big Moonstruck fan. And, uh, and then, you know, I thought, we need somebody big, somebody really sp- special to make, you know, to play this Nicolas Cage role. And, yeah. you know, I had recently met Michael Shannon, okay? <gasps> and I was like, I got it. I'm going to ask him. This is insane. I'm going to ask him. And he said, yes. Oh, But he said, I'm not going to watch the movie 
I've never seen the movie. I'm not going to read the script. I'll show up. I'll do it. Oh, my God. Let me tell you what this man did. He got there 15 minutes before. He sat in a corner. He read the entire script. Oh, my God. And he made almost the exact choices as Nicholas Cage. <laughs> that's savantism. It was incredible. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that's an actor. That's what okay, actors are. Where was this? And is it, was it out, was it, did it go out into the world, into, onto the internet in a way that I can... No, I never think, oh, internet. I never Good for really you. think Good about for that. You. No, it's actually, but it's pretty much a, a bad decision every time. But this was at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Well, listen, I understand. Sure. Is it a bad decision? Yes. Is that, this, is that the same kind of bad decision I frequently make? A hundred percent. The feeling of it the being this special thing. Yeah. There's something about that. And I think that comes maybe from improv for me. Yeah. Anyway, of this sense of like, the sense of the ethereal, the sense of we were all there for the special thing and it belongs to us kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's what, that's what sort of was singing to me as you were saying that you didn't, that it wasn't a thing that you staged expressly for the internet, for example, which would be, you know, another way to go. But I, but like how magical to be one of those people who saw it and was like, I can't, you had, you, you literally had to be there because I can't share any of it with you. I don't. I do think, yeah, I mean, I wonder if, if people, yeah, I wonder if people that are coming up now in comedy, like if they, like don't, if that's not as big of a priority, because a lot of improv theaters are closing and it's more about the internet, like at least with right now, yeah. it's more about the internet. I wonder if that's still like a, a prevalent feeling or if that, that, that kind of, I don't know. That's I mean, that's a really thing. good question. It makes me a little bit sad, that question. Sure, but sure, I, sure. But it's yeah, a, yeah, but it's a very, getting sad, very yeah. good question. <laughs> this all began because your poor dog fell down the stairs. Oh, no. Yeah. I just remembered that that's what started this yeah. all. Well, he's doing good. He's doing really good. He lost a lot of weight. Um, oh, no. He gained about seven pounds and then dropped, I would say, about four of them so he's doing really good okay and what uh how big is he i mean have you been carrying him down the stairs like is he literally not going outside or is there a process by which he makes it outside that does not involve him choosing to go down the stairs he needs to be carried he wants to be carried he lifts he lifts up his paws as if uh praying uh to a higher power and then Uh we pick him up and carry him down the stairs like a like a baby and uh then he How goes big outside. is he? He's a, I would say he's about 22 pounds now. Okay. I mean, that's, even that's a little big. I mean, we, uh, yeah, I told him, I said, you're kind of big for this dude. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm so sorry you were praying. I did not <laughs> yeah, interrupt sorry. you having a sacred moment <laughs> with the universe. I'm sorry you were praying. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, and so, but... Do we feel like he's going to come out of that? Like, is is he going to be forever? And by the way, I mean, talk about dog. But so I have two dogs and they, especially my smarter dog. No offense, Whitley. <laughs> my smarter dog, you know, six months ago, he saw a squirrel once on one street corner. And still, whenever we get to that street corner, he is like, this is it. This is going to be the moment for me again. Like, 
that's a memory. I mean, what is that? Because that he remembers better than I have to remember. He has to prompt me <laughs> why he's excited. Do you know what I mean? Like only when he gets excited do I go. Uh, why is this happening? <laughs> oh, yeah, I distantly remember the squirrel he saw. And yet for him. So I don't know what's happening with dogs' memories and how, how explicit <laughs> their yeah. memories are. Or if it's just a feeling of, like, you know, muscle memory of I know something exciting is maybe going to happen. I, but th- I wonder how long he'll hold on to. I mean, of all the times he's been on the stairs, you sort of hope that they would cancel out the one really bad time. I know. I know. What kind of dogs do you have? You got the same kind of dog or two different types of dogs? Two different types of dogs. Two very different types. One pretty, one ugly. No. Um, <laughs> but kind of. Uh, no, we, we have a we have a husky. She's tw- turning 12 this <gasps> year. Um, and she's one of those like red kind of huskies. So she's sort of a cream and, a, and an orange color with a sort of really white blue eyes-ish. Oh, wow. Um, and so she's very, she's very pretty. Um, in the in it in that sort of like oh look at that dog. what a gorgeous dog <laughs> and then Jasper is two and he is a mutt and he's almost all black the kind of black that is almost unphotographable um with his dark hair and his dark eyes and dark eyes and then he has like white markings you know along his down his nose and sort of at his chest and then his little white paws. He's extremely cute. Um, it's just that the way in which he's cute, when you put him up next to a show pony like Whitley, the husky, uh, he really looks like uh, he should be, you know, he looks like he was found on the street, which he was. I mean, so was she, but you wouldn't necessarily know it. And with him, it really looks like he, like if you gave him fingerless gloves, he would be like, hello, you know. Pick your pocket. I guess I guess pickpockets didn't offer uh, didn't offer to pick your pocket. Well, pick your pocket today, new, madam. New approach. <laughs> He's so adorable. I just had to let him. What was I going to do? <laughs> oh no. Okay. And so your dog is twenty-ish pounds. And what does yeah. he look like? He looks like um, he looks like a little um, uh, like. A- a Yorkie that got Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, he... That's really easy for me to imagine, yeah, actually. Yeah, he's kind of looks like... He looks like a big, long terrier. He looks like a loaf of bread got eaten by a Yorkie. And so... <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other day we were walking and this old woman comes up to us and she's like, people are snipping off leashes and stealing Yorkies. And then walked <sighs> away. Like... Oh, my. I, I, I was like... What? what a Cassandra. <laughs> it, really a real, like... it felt like at the beginning of a weird Greek myth that I didn't want to be a part of. <laughs> uh, what a, I mean, listen, she's got her eyes yeah. on the prize. She has, she has her ear to the ground. That's like a very specific thing. Yeah. I mean, that she warned you about. It was like, I think because like, and it, I hadn't really encountered that type of person in a while. Like I, I joined next door app which was a huge mistake i know um, same what a nightmare and especially with the dog stuff like basically people are so stupid in new york and in my neighborhood they're actually the dumbest people they like Mm -hmm. they were like this one guy was like please have your dogs not pee outside because i step in it and then rats are in my home and then everyone else was like what and then someone else was like, yeah, it's not right. Rats are attracted to dog piss. And then someone else was like, 
well, why don't people put napkins down whenever their dogs pee on the ground? I was like, this is the solution that people can put napkins on the ground? It was so What is goofy. happening? So I kind yeah. of, I wasn't super surprised that that woman's coming up to me saying people snip and leashes. They're going to take your Yorkie. <laughs> Snipping leashes. <laughs> I mean, that's a woman who saw it happen. You know what I mean? That's that's a woman who's been there. She's been in the shit, and she saw that leash get snipped because it, that's very sort of colorful description, yeah. opposed yeah. to just like, oh yeah, like some people have been finding like broken leashes and like the dog's gone. It's like no, she saw it She's... up close and personal, or possibly that's a warning to you that she is that she person is. and she, she wants is. you to know. Yeah. People be yeah. Some kind of oh. sick Jeffrey Dahmer stuff going I on. Mean, I don't know. Oh, I forget too. Like yeah, my neighborhood is is of being on next door where I used to live in San Francisco is would be much more like being in New York. I would imagine where you are, where there's just so many more people per square foot that um, just the na- the quote unquote neighborhood alone, like the span of humanity that that would cover would just naturally be even it would be even larger of a of a selection of folks <laughs> than the neighborhood that I live in now and um it makes me uneasy to even think about because yeah. that is you know and in some ways it's great cuz it's such a melting pot but it seems like Oh boy, there's a lot of opportunity for misery there. Yeah, yeah. On and next door. It's just like I think it's also like uh, some of this really uh, irrational behavior gets validated because there's other irrational people on here, and there's no consequences because it's um, on yeah. this weird app. But like yeah. this one woman, she's talking about how this dog attacked her dog in the dog park, and the only way the dog stopped attacking her dog was that her boyfriend had the forethought. To stick his thumb in the dog's butthole. Okay. And I was like jaw dropped to the ground. And everyone <laughs> on the app was like, yes, good thinking, boyfriend. I was like, that man is a, a psychopath. You can't stick I your mean, dog up. I mean, your thumb up somebody else's dog's butt. I'm, listen, in every way, I agree with you. Except... <laughs> is some part of me that's like well now hold on (laughs) if my dog now hold now stay with me on this stay with me you tell me now that you've been burdened with that information and you have passed that burden on to me you tell me you're in a tight spot you listen you and what's your dog's name loaf you and well there you go you and loaf Wa- are walking home late at night. I want you to think about it like Batman's parents are like when they're coming back from the movie and the Joker shoots him. You're in that kind of setting and you're in a dark alley and another mean dark alley dog comes out and starts attacking Loaf. What what are you going to do? Do you know what I mean? And by the way, it has it has turned your dog so that you are separated from your dog by this dog who has his back to you and is and is going to town in a violent type way against loaf are you telling me that you're not gonna do it are you telling me that you're not gonna go well now what if i because it does sound like it's the least likely for you to get additionally hurt to have those jaws turned on you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now I know that's an option, and I'm so scared I might have to use it someday. It's just like, 
I mean, yes, okay, the, you, you know, your scenario, sure, the only option, sure, sure, sure. But can you imagine that dog? That dog's going about his business, you know, that dog's thinking, I don't it's like crazy. this little dog. And then it's a crazy. man's thumb goes it's up. It's crazy. I agree. I agree that it's crazy. <laughs> Although by extension, are, am I saying Bruce Wayne should have tried that with a joker? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore after I found out that you could stick your thumb in a, in a dog's bum. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's, uh, yeah. That's what's happening in New York, okay? That's what's happening in New York. That's a New York Minute update. <laughs> did you, where did you grow up? Where were you, uh, where were you a teen when you were making your video cassette? Oh, uh, uh, St. Louis. Self-tapes. I grew up in St. Okay. Louis. Have you been? I have not been to St. Louis. I have a couple of friends from St. Louis, and uh, St. Louis is one of those, in, in, in my experience with those friends, um, it's one of those places, not unlike some, like Cleveland, for example, like I'm thinking of like, you know, Rhea and, or, or, or like a McElroy, uh, like Travis McElroy. I feel like St. Louis is a place where um, without you even saying anything when someone's, again, my limited experience of the, the two people I are, I did know before you, that before you can even say anything, they go, and by the way, it's a pretty great place, okay? <laughs> before, like, you haven't even said anything, you may not have an opinion at all, but it's like, Cle- and before you say anything about Cleveland, I love Cleveland, and Cleveland happens to be a great city, so, and you're like, no, no, I didn't, I wasn't. I don't have an opinion at all. If you say it's great, I'm sure it is. That's how I feel my experience of hearing about St. Louis was. Was like, uh-huh. was like St. Louis. And to be honest with you, St. Louis, Missouri is not a bad place. It's actually pretty great. So yeah. you tell me if that resonates with you at all. Yeah, I think that uh, it's an acquired taste. I think if anybody, um, I think whenever anybody moves there, they, uh, for the most part, hate it. Yeah, there it is an acquired taste. You really have to figure out the people you love and places you love and that it's um it's you know you you have to do some work but then it's very Uh rewarding you know it's a really because then you go to the places and you see the friends and you think wow what a town we made this we built this part of the town (laughs) that we can stand (laughs) yeah yeah um that's not untrue about a place like tucson where i'm from uh did you go to public high school i did Mm mm-hmm and, and how was it? Was it a biggin or was it a um, on a scale from one to Greece? How musical okay. was it? Okay, yes. Great. How much older okay. than high school age were the actors? No. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of thirty year olds that went there, <laughs> and they were predatory. No, they were. Uh, it was. I would say we had about three hundred people in each grade. Okay, that's pretty. Big? I don't even know. I don't even know. There were bigger, and there have been smaller. <laughs> And there will, and like our thing, there will be bigger again and smaller again heretofore. Uh, okay, so it was well, so I'm based on that. I'm gonna say mid size, mid size. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's mid size, mid size. And uh, and did you have that that feeling of uh, you know this is a this is the place that I did not choose to be born and raised, but am, I have affection towards it, but I'm sort of looking ahead towards the time when I can leave it. Or were you sort of in more present to just being in the moment where you were and not thinking so much about like, where would I like to live after this? Yeah, I never really had that. I didn't really, I kind of, once I figured out, um, yeah, I never really was like, I'm getting away from here. I'm never going to see these people again. I was kind of like, (laughs) why are we all, 
what are, why are we all um, growing up? And I kind of didn't really understand that everybody had to, um, you know, get uh, ship up and ship out. So I, I was kind of taken off guard, but then I kind of, I developed, I, you know, I'm kind of a slow, um, what's the, what's the bloomer? Yeah. So it, it always yeah. takes me a little bit for change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get yeah. that. And yeah. what, what were your friends like with the, in terms of the, the stuff, like what kind of little short films were you making? And did you, did, did that evolve into like taking an audio video, like an AV class in high school? I say that without even knowing if we offered that in my high school. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we offered that in my high school either. I did a lot of theater. I wasn't good at it. I, but I did a lot of it, and um, <laughs> it's all about quantity, not yeah, quality. Yeah, it is. That's what they tell you. It's about quantity. Uh, you can be in so many plays, and sometimes you don't get into them. But you, the fact that you tried out counts. And That's right. uh, uh, yeah, I just loved theater so much. I loved musicals. I still love musicals so much. I can't sing. I can't dance, and I can. I can act if I'm playing myself. But that's like I. There's I just watch these musicals and. Afterwards, I like have to sit for three hours just thinking about how talented these people are. Like, uh-huh. did you watch that? Oh my god! Did you watch that Every Little Step documentary? No, no, I forgot to ever watch it. But thank you for reminding me. That came out weird. I mean, I was told to to watch it, and then I have the worst memory in the world for stuff like that, and so I have to. I have like a little you know, notes page on my, my phone yes. where I have to type in those recommendations because there is absolutely no way I'll ever remember. And that is how it went unwatched in my life in the first place. So I'm it's it really, no, it's like basically these people are the most talented people in the world and they don't get the job. And you're like, what can I do to help? It's so yeah. <laughs> crazy. They're so good at it. They're so good at learning moves fast. Dancing yeah. so hard. But yeah, they, yeah, I I don't have. I mean, I yeah. Have I, you seen? I, and, have you seen Encore? Uh, have you seen Encore? Mm-hmm. Oh, Janet! I'm gonna put this down. This too. is a treat. What they do is they get together classes of high schools, like high school class of 1970, and then they have them reenact their high school <gasps> musical as grown adults with families, and oh they're out God. of shape, and it is so glorious. I have I only gasped as hard as I just gasped when you dropped <laughs> Michael Shannon's name. <laughs> Those are my two biggest gasps, and I always track my gasps never before, never again. Uh, <laughs> that is amazing. Mm-hmm. What a great idea! Yeah, Ugh. what a great idea. Sometimes you you guys. have you're a great idea person though, Joe. You're a, you're an idea person. You're a creator that I that has always been my my like you like. Like you in the world of of my world of comedy, you know, not so not ownership of my world. I'm just saying, like, in my <laughs> that sounds so awful. No, I in, know exactly in my world that you've come into. No, but like in in my experience of you, you came in blazing with like great shows that you had created that you know had like a hook that had that were conceptual. Um, and that's you know to me that's that's really impressive and it's uh it's it's super admirable and that's kind of how I feel like I feel like it takes to speaking of slow bloomer I feel like it or late bloomer whatever the question I mean listen there's a difference between being a slow bloomer and a late bloomer 
You know what I mean? Now yeah. that you, now that we're now that we're picking it apart, yeah. there is a difference. Yeah. Well, it is. You can be slow and still be right on time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you know? Anyway, point being, you're wonderful it's and so I'm a nice. fan. It's so nice and to no, but that. I mean, I think that's, you know, that's, that's like, because coming at something with a point of view, um, or, you know, like what, what can I offer that doesn't, that feels fresh and also something that's fun to me and all that kind of stuff. I think those are, those are hard things to kind of come by or conjure for a lot of people in today's world. Um, you know, if you're creative and sensitive, which you clearly are both, sometimes that shuts you down because you're like, ugh, well, you know, what do I have to say? Or like, what, yeah, you know? And so yeah. I, I just, I just think that's so great. Oh, thanks. I, I, it's kind of fun. It's funny to hear you say that. Cause I'm like, I like don't do, I haven't done like a show in so long and I, it's like, feels so far away, but I really appreciate you say that. Cause I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I did put on a lot of shows at one at one point in my life, that's something I did with relative ease. And then, like, uh-huh. I don't know, it is kind of like this uh, whole um, quarantine has just kind of been not a time of, like, um, it's just been, like, a time of forced quietness that I'm, like, I, I wasn't super comfortable with, but now I go to bed at 9.30, so I'm kind of oh, become accustomed I to hear it. I hear I hear you. 10 o'clock rolls around and I am like excited. I'm like, oof, going to get horizontal, rest this neck, rest my neck meat and just sleep the night away. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a school teacher's uh, schedule. I go to bed at like 930. I wake up at 630. I'm like, well, I guess the whole day's ahead of me. I just. uh, Yep. Yeah. And then also that usually means that I sort of have a. some vim and vigor in the morning and then by like one to two o'clock in the afternoon I'm like I have got it I've got to quit I have done a lot of work um what should I do with the rest of my day and no one else expects that of me they expect me to continue to be available Uh and working on things Uh and so like a lot of the second half of the day feels like I'm you know sort of slowly blooming through quicksand (laughs) to get to the end Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so let's get back to your friends. And the, I can't believe I remembered to get back to that. But I, the uh, the friends that and, and, the, and the things that inspired you guys to make videos and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, okay. So we, yeah, I, I guess I just really, um, we did, okay, there was, uh, there was one we did where um, it was a horror movie where, um, my friend she um lured another friend into the woods and then killed her and then (laughs) uh but then my friend in the actual process of making the film my friend got stung by a bee and so we had to (laughs) you know we had reshoots a couple you know it it took a little bit (laughs) we had had some stop downs Uh, was it, uh, serious? Like, was it, the, it was not intended to be, like, a funny scary? Or was it, and was it very, uh, earnest? Or was it sort yeah. of no, it was wink, wink. for sure earnest. I did not really oh, understand great. wink, wink. I don't uh-huh. think, I didn't think I was very funny. I still am, like, I don't know if, like, fun, I don't think I'm, like, I just, uh, I think maybe what 
maybe was perceived as funny was me just trying to earnestly be myself. And so I think that maybe it came off as funny, but wasn't, definitely wasn't intended as funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't, who, who didn't just fall a little bit more in love with Joe oh. when she said that, everybody? You know that's true. It was just, uh, yeah, I just, I think I just tried really, I really wanted to be like, I just really wanted to be like a, like a sexy, fun dancer who could wear tank tops and it's like none of that you know what I mean none of that really clicked yeah, into place it. unfortunately I get it. yeah I definitely get it I have got to get my eyes on this horror movie and <laughs> it would be fun to know and perhaps you've already provided some director's commentary on the DVD VHS version I don't know how that works but uh the moment that everything shut down because of the beasting <laughs> um if you could see if there's a sense of the movie before and after beasting <laughs> yeah. if you were shooting in order um i got stung by a bee when i was doing burning love and the show had to go on so oh. i just went along what? a bee crawled up my no. pant leg and stung me like under in that tender skin Ooh. under your knee oh. the back of your <sighs> knee i guess it's the back of your knee not under your knee um, the back of my knee and uh, it happened while I was on camera oh and I can I am such a wuss and I am like I everything that I do off camera is so much more like true to who I am in terms of like I would be screaming uh-huh. crying yeah, me too like uh-huh. running around in circles yeah that happens I mean I do I have that reaction when I stub my toe no, in the I'm house always like every, I have a I'm child I have a yeah 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 I have a child's everything about me is just a child yeah um and so the fact that like it's I think it's pretty gross actually that I was able to not do any of those things <laughs> because that shows that I don't have to do that you know what I mean <laughs> Wait, and yeah, and like, tape? oh, the craft, the craft. <laughs> I was I was in burning love. It was a craft at the moment. I couldn't disappoint my fellow thespians. Wow. Like, what? That's a, that's a bad thing to find out about yourself. And it changed nothing. I just oh. went right back to, you know. But I ha- but I really tried to be cool there. I was, and it was only my second ever bee sting. I'd only been stung once before. Have if, you yeah. been stung by a bee? Yeah, I yeah, I'm. A, I think that I'm something. I once had a bee sting me in my thumb, and it got to be a big thumb. You know, that ooh, co- like Uma Thurman. <laughs> That's the plot of uh, even cowgirls get the blues. I think uh, she gets a bee sting and uh, goes hitchhiking. Yeah, <laughs> that seems right. Yeah, that's that's kind of exactly what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you felt you felt obliged to hitchhike across the country because you had to take advantage of how big your yeah, thumb was. Big, I get it. This big thumb isn't going to drive itself across <laughs> Route sixty six. Yeah, I know. I but I do think as an actor, you are tr- you. Your whole job is to be a baby. You know, yeah. Like you're just supposed to. You're supposed to shiver and uh, you know be itchy and stuff. And then that's a whole thing. That's a, it's predicated on that. <laughs> Some of the main things you'll be asked to do as an mm-hmm. actor mm-hmm. is shiver and be itchy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Stop, yeah, stop doing anything you're doing with your mouth. You know, that's uh-huh. the whole thing about acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, what about, uh, okay, so you wanted to be a sexy dancer. Yeah. Um, did that translate to any kind of dating in high school or uh, like what? 
Yeah. Even if it wasn't with the people that you secretly wished that you were dating, or yeah. did you just sort of hold off on that until later? No, Looming I, I had, slow. I was dating. I was dating some people. You know, I I date I dated this one guy, and you know he he would uh, he'd break up with me. I say, yeah, you're right. And then we'd get back together. And he'd break up with me again. I say, oh yeah, a good point, good point. And that happened a, a couple a couple six times. And then um, oh, no. <laughs> I also. Um, I did. I, I dated another guy. I was, you know, I I think I was a little bit more. I think I just I was like, oh, I know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, you know, uh, you know, you're supposed uh, you're supposed. To, well, I don't know how PG we're supposed to go with this, but basically, oh, you could go. Uh, listen, we we start. Uh, we you can go straight X. Okay, I was just, you know, I was told that you're supposed to give hand jobs in cars. You know what I mean? I wasn't uh-huh. about to disappoint you that. Were you were know told. I- you were told. But I, just anecdotally through friends, like, did one person say that, or was that sort of the understanding? Because I will, I will yeah. say that I did not get told that, um, and so I don't know who th- that who that information comes from other than one person or was it like a group of girls having a conversation this was yeah this was kind of a lore you know what i mean it was i couldn't put my finger on it but it was like fog you know what i mean around like the guy it. that with the hook for a hand yes <laughs> yes you understand <laughs> yeah a villain told me and that's, <laughs> I, I know this but i think i was just kind of putting myself out there in a way that i thought oh this is the way to do it and i i'm sure these you know these men were crying they were burned they were ter- you know having a terrible time but i thought <laughs> i thought let's go let's go you know? <laughs> and uh this yeah i just and i remember another piece of advice from the ether was to when you when you make out with somebody you're supposed to spell the alphabet with your tongue which <laughs> which is also an insane thing to tell that is and insane it, what how does that even how could you not Talk about not being able to be present. The pressure you'd be putting on yourself to spell a to to draw a letter, every letter <laughs> with your tongue. I mean, can you imagine am, M? It's oh too my hard. God. It's too I got to be honest with you. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I will pay you fifty dollars to French kiss me the next time we are safely able to do so. Just between us as friends, I am dying to. <laughs> To feel what someone felt in terms of Frenching you and the letters and the way that would feel. I, I've i never wanted anything more. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there for sure. But, you know, I was really just kind of going on what anybody was telling me, kind of hungry for information, you know. and the, um, That's a great story, though. That's a great story. We just, you know, we were trying to get through it. You know, my... I had a minivan. Um, my brother gave me his own minivan, but he had taken out the middle seat, you know, for his own uh, interests. And then, um, <laughs> what was he? What? He, what? It, like well, for like for for sexual purposes? I would imagine. Like yeah, for, I would. I would like have for to traveling. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't say for traveling. I did because no. you could have been like, oh, he had to stick his ATV in in the minivan. No, no, and, like, no ATVs went for where us. The seat would go. <laughs> no ATVs for us. But uh, we, yeah. So then <laughs> I, you know, who far be it for me to learn how to put it back. So I just drove around with like a sex mobile, but it just <laughs> turned out, you know, my friends were just really far away from me whenever I drive them, drive them around. <laughs> A limo. Yeah, a, it was uh, a limo. 
world's worst limo, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my God! And where would you go? Like, just in, I'm from Tucson. I'm. It's a 100% a city in which being a teenager means that like you just will be driving around. Mm-hmm. There just is not. There's not. There's not enough to do that. Like much of your weekend time will just be like driving around. And if you're and if you're lucky, you like listening to music and you like the smell of the desert. <laughs> and that's because those are the things that you've got. Mm-hmm. Was it like that in St. Louis? Yeah. Or was it like, we're going to go to the riverboat casino? No, I don't know. No, I've never, again, I've, again, I've never been. No, again, but they do I've have that. Been. But no, uh, we didn't oh, go to the riverboat casino. But we did. I think what we did a lot of is we we would drive to. Um, we weren't like a cool group, you know, like by any means, but. So we would, you know, go get ice cream. We would go to the grocery store. We would go to McDonald's. And then we would, like, watch a movie, a scary movie. So we watched a lot of scary That's great. movies. Listen, all of that sounds, I'm, except for the McDonald's park because I was a Burger King child. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. I was too. Nobody uh, wanted to be a Burger oh King Oh, God. Team. You and I may be the <laughs> only two people I've ever met who were Burger King people. It was so much better. I don't understand. It was like, it felt like a, a proper hamburgesa <laughs> it was not some flattened somebody accidentally sat on it by mistake before it came into your hands piece of business it was yeah it was an incredible sandwich and i i, <laughs> I loved it there i love the ba kids club i loved all these people and um we're basically yeah. we're snobs yeah. i wanted that paper crown i did not want a happy meal i wanted to feel like royalty yes. and be treated like royalty yeah it was all in all it was great you could get orange soda it was a great establishment <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. But then you would watch a scary movie. Yeah, that's, I mean, everything you described feels like a perfectly good and fun and satisfying night with friends. Yeah, yeah I would say that, we, you know, we're not, you know, we're not making waves. But yeah, we did, you know, we watched, we would have baking competitions. We would watch movies. You know, we spent a lot of time, you know, sometimes we'd dress up for no reason. It was, you know, a lot of um you know, I'm sure somebody had like some kind of booklet, like good activities for like quiet teens, and we went through it. You know, <laughs> but it wasn't yeah. like a sewing circle. I mean, no. that seems no. It wasn't a sewing circle. It was a quiet. lot of you know, a lot of um, eating bread and you know uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. God, I mean, some, one of my favorite high school like consistent recurring memories is going to JB's, which I guess used to be Bob's Big Boy. I don't know how it all breaks down. They do not exist anymore, but they had an all-you-can-eat Sunday bar. And going there and having like, quote unquote, dinner of French fries, and then just having like four to five (laughs) different Sundays where the first round you're doing like your hot, you know, maybe you're going more tradish, got Uh the whipped cream, the cherry, the hot fudge. The next round you're like, caramel and rainbow jimmies <laughs> don't mind if i do and then you just sort of cycle through uh and have and and just sit in a booth and that's oh, like that's hours great. of time god that was great there, it was great I, that reminds me of a place we used to go to when i was like maybe 22 it was called lemons and it was a pizza place but on monday nights they would play a movie and give you it was free pizza night. But, yeah. But there was, it was very competitive. And they'd only bring oh. out one pizza every 20 what? minutes. So oh. people were pushing each other down. It was <laughs> ugly. And it was just like, 
you just ate whatever came out so fast. Your mouth was burned and you, you felt bad. They could have brought anything out. They yeah. really created a scenario in which they could have brought out yeah, they something put, very bad. Put a bunch and people of would have eaten it before they knew what cheese. happened. Yeah, yeah, it was really, it, you just kind of push, you had to apologize yeah. to people. It was really, really yeah. ugly. But um, yeah, we went there every Monday. Didn't matter. Did you knew what was coming, and uh-huh. you'd still like? Would you? Would you like decide what to wear based on how roughed up you <laughs> thought you might get? Like I'm not wearing flip flops. Those things yeah. will be mangled to high hell yeah. by all the stampeding. It's also it was like a very special balance of figuring out how hungry you were going to be because if you were really hungry, then you were going to be kind of aggressive and you know good at yeah. getting the pizza. But if you were too hungry, then you actually got angry at people, and then you know. It's hard to come back to that. No, you're you're right. You're right. Well, for me, getting into the low blood sugar place, um, the 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 that crossing over moment, maybe you can relate to this, but the crossing over moment between being aggressively hungry and then just being not hungry anymore (laughs) and just existentially like empty and pretty sure that life isn't worth living. Like that (laughs) happens to me so fast. Not to say it happens fast i bloom slow and then and then there but there's this tipping point where all of a sudden like i i refuse all food like I'm, again a child a child right like a, a like a pouting child like well you just but you said that you'd wanted the pizza but i've i've crossed over to the point where i'm like no i'm not even hungry <laughs> like what is that what biological purpose does that serve to the human race that you just no. go to a place of like you know what i'd rather why don't you just kill me <laughs> like that's not it is it doesn't seem Dar- darwinian i know i i remember i remember when i was a kid i used to get so hungry and my mom she didn't carry snacks or anything she just had gum and so yeah. she'd be like you want some gum and i remember thinking oh. that same thing i was like what what would you give why why would you give me something to practice? Why would you, on? Why would you give me something that food? reminds me of eating? <laughs> yeah, that's cruel. Terrible. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I love I love a buffet, but I I don't know the future of buffets. I don't know it. Do you? Think? I know. Uh, Listen, I've given it some thought myself. <laughs> I agree. I'm worried about like any any place where you used to be able to choose. What it fixins? I'm worried about fixins. Yeah, I'm worried about fixins. <laughs> you know, it makes me sad. Yeah, I'm worried about. Fixins. We've done a good job about getting into some kind of real sad and also potentially <laughs> slightly less sad, but also still feeling very real and sad uh-huh. territory, and then pulling ourselves out of it. Yeah, um, I'm proud. Yeah, we got ropes. This is a proud day. Yeah, we got this ropes. Is a proud we day. got police. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we host After Game Show, a podcast where listeners submit games and we play them regardless of quality with a dozen listeners from around the world. We've had folks call in from as far as Sweden, South Africa, and the Philippines. Here's an example. This is a game we called Zooey Deschanel, where you turn a celebrity's name into an animal pun. You have an example, Manolo? Brad Gorilla Pit. Oh, that's the pun on Gorilla Pits? Yep. I don't know. If that's, that's Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. That's a high quality game that you yeah. could expect. 
Dr. Game Show has new episodes every other Wednesday on Maximum Fun. Check us out, please. I cannot, I, it, it, we have already been talking for an hour and I do play this mash game at the end of my podcast and I use the word end loosely because it sort of takes a minute. So, <laughs> um, uh, but I would love to get into that with you yeah. if you are up for it. Uh, I would like my first category feels like it exposed itself early on, mm-hmm. which is three reenactments, cheap and backyard style of three movies or even like TV shows that you that that you would like to be able to do if I just gave you all the resources you needed. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. <laughs> I want to go ahead and say first off younger. Okay. I know it's right. I know it's on now, but I think it could be good to reenact. Um, I'm great with it. I'm great yeah. with it. Have you seen it? Have you seen season 7? No, no. I've I've only seen the first season and uh and I I'm excited to have like a thing that I'm new to. Um yeah. They uh, put it in your notes app, but they they uh they do in season 7 they do make fun of Greta Thunberg. So uh, that was new for me. <laughs> great. <laughs> great. Great, great, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's number 2? Okay, number 2, I think uh I'm trying you know maybe maybe a more tame uh, episode of Law and Order SVU. Great. And a more tame episode just means like someone got strangled but not burned alive. Yeah, something kind of silly, you know, something fun. Yeah. There is an episode I watched that I, I think about all the time is when uh, the guy would take uh, women's suitcases home from the airport. And then if their p- pubic hair matched their hair, then he would hog tie them. And if they didn't, they would super glue their buttholes. So I think that something like that where you think, well, the writers were having a good day. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Understood and approved. What about number three? Okay. Number three, uh, I would have to say um, Fox's animation Anastasia. Okay, great. Great. God, did I, I don't think I saw Anastasia. Really good. Really fun. I mean, I am filling up this snow. I hope my phone has enough memory in it to write down all of these recommendations. I'm putting it in. I'm putting it in. Uh, okay, great. Um, next one is uh, give me three skills that you would like to wake up with tomorrow that you've just sort of downloaded Matrix style so you're an expert. Yeah, I understand. Okay, singing, dancing, um uh, be, be, uh, making pesto. Making <laughs> pesto. Super specific. <laughs> and I applaud that. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, next category, this is MASH. We're going to get into some alternate universe romance. This can be three uh, people from literature, film, actors, celebrities, uh, cartoons, animals. Um, three that you would like to have uh, some sort of romantic uh, situation with in this alternate universe. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, this is going to be kind of revealing, and I'm I'm embarrassed, but I guess I'll just go ahead and. Uh, okay, uh, I guess I would have to say, uh, uh, Flubber, Winnie the Pooh, and uh, Turtle from Entourage. <laughs> the only one I question is Turtle. <laughs> <sighs> Wait, it's. You want to romantically be with the material <laughs> flubber? 
<laughs> like, like the magical material of Flubber, or like the professor who creates Flubber. <laughs> Got a little, he's got a little devilish personality, don't you recall? He's got a little devilish personality, a little, uh, little wink in his eye. Wait, which thing does? Flubber? Which eye? <laughs> Flub, Flub, Flubber doesn't have eyes. Why don't you go go, go daddy it? Find out if it's if uh, Flubber. I, let's let's uh, duck duck go it and see if Flubber has eyes. <laughs> what? What? Where? <laughs> When you imagine Flubber in co- in a context in which you get a sense of its personality, yeah, where describe <laughs> describe that to me. Uh, when does that happen? Yeah, well, uh, it's probably I'm probably at a dance club or something, and uh, you know I've just ordered a sprite, a sprite nice, and uh, I you know I'm kind of scoping everybody out. There's one little green guy kind of squirming around, and. <laughs> He's hopping towards me, and uh, I, you know, I'm slurping it up the spray as fast as I can. And he's, you know, he kind of, with his eyes, asks me if I want to dance. So he has eyes. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, and I try to hold his hands while we dance, but I, my fingers actually can't uh, can't grasp onto the property, which is flubber. <laughs> I feel like that informs if you love something, let it go. Yeah. If it and if it comes back to you, it was never yours. I don't know. I don't know what the saying is, but it feels like it takes on a whole new life yeah. when you when you put flubber into that equation. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm not going to grill you on Winnie the Pooh or Turtle. I, I, those I can imagine more easily. Flubber was a little more abstract. I'm very glad we got to the bottom of it. I feel great about it. Next category: three foods uh, as specific or as broad of a of a type of food as you would like um that in this universe there's nothing there's just nothing bad that comes of eating it so allergies sugar content mm-hmm. fattiness uh yeah. i made that into a yeah. multi-syllable <laughs> no, word that didn't that. need to be um uh, <laughs> uh ecologically uh, unsound that we eat that thing you're you're safe okay um in perpetuity snap of your fingers that can be yours okay okay are you ready please don't say flubber <laughs> okay. this is gonna be kind of wild are you ready i'm ready I'm so ready. Okay. Potato bread, a sliced okay. turkey, and Miracle Whip. Oh, my God. Great. And great. Sliced turkey, like deli, yeah. uh, deli sliced turkey. Mm-hmm. Not like sliced turkey off the bird on Thanksgiving. Oh, no. That's too thick. I want it kind of wet, yeah. kind of cold. Slimy yeah. and salty. Mm-hmm. Understood <laughs> on all counts. I have zero problem imagining that. Okay, three musicals that we are, you know, we're handing you all, whatever skills you feel you're lacking. Um, we're handing them over to you. Three musicals that you would like to perform in and uh, and what role? Okay, this is great. Okay, well, definitely. Um, okay, this is really hard, but really important. Okay, definitely Little Shop of Horrors. Right. Right. Okay. And for that one, I would have to say Mr. Mun- Mr. Mr. Munchnick. Mr. Munch. Okay. Mr. Munch. Munch. <laughs> and then, okay, next, I would have to say. Wait, who, what's, who's, who's that character? Mr. Munch. Uh, so he owns a plant store, and he's kind of grumpy, okay. but he's okay, pretty fun. Okay. Great. That would be a great part. Um, I think, uh, I think that what, um, 
Let's see. Another one would be, I think I'd probably try to be in Peter Pan. I think it'd be really great to fly. That would be pretty awesome. So, you know, you know, your classic Wendy, your classic Peter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so either one. Yeah, either one. Either I'm kind of open to it because both of them do fly. Um, great. Yeah. And um, let's see. I would say this is real. This is tough. But I would say probably uh, West Side Story. And then I would be that little, that little guy that's um, that, <laughs> that little guy that's always following around the big boys. Like the like the little yes man guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, where are oh, when you gonna go beat the up? Where <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> great, 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 great. Next category. Let's do three ways in which we can get loaf down the stairs mm-hmm. that don't involve you carrying him or having to go down them. So it could be like some sort of pneumatic tube mm-hmm. system. It could be like a hot air balloon, okay. but a sm- small, efficient one. Yeah. Uh, you get the idea. Okay. Love the idea of a really strong balloon. That is really appealing <laughs> to me. Putting that down for sure. Uh, besides that, I think that maybe some kind of, you know, diaper pulley system would be adorable, sure. adorable. And uh, yep. the other one I would say is a kind of maybe a carpet, like a rug, like a runner that goes down the stairs, mm-hmm. but it's made of thin beef. Oh, oh thin beef runner. Thin beef Great. runner. Thin beef runner. Great. Uh, gorgeous. Okay. Uh, next category, let's do three, three trouble. Now, listen, I don't want to put the pressure of like the world's greatest problems on your shoulders. Okay. Um, I, uh, the, one of my wonderful listeners and pals, uh, Ophi wrote and said, you know, what, what if you could make uh, a major change about something that's wrong with the world? And the reason that I'm not going to do that is because it just feels like a lot of pressure. But I do like this idea of solving a problem. So I'd like for you to pick three small problems that you can solve for the world. That could be like, you know, keys sticking in locks. That never happens again. Or, you know, um, no person's ice cream cone will ever flomp off the cone onto the sidewalk. I'm talking that level of solvage. Okay. Well, I guess I would institute a walk on the right side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That way right. nobody ever has to do the... Uh, uh, that moment. You know what the I mean? Do-si-do. The do-si-do. The do-si-do. And sometimes they go on for so long. It's too long. It's long. painful for everybody. Okay? Yeah. I would yeah. say... Love it. Um, free lunch. Oh. I think that could solve a lot of problems. And um, I think, yeah, I think maybe that could be a nice... Great system for everybody there's no such thing Beautiful. as a free lunch actually shut yes, the fuck is. up yeah that kind of thing yeah. would be probably pretty good i'd say free lunch oh, and right. i would go ahead and say that um it would be great if you know this is kind of a bigger problem but i would say that a lot of times you know i would say a lot of these uh i would say let's put antibiotics let's let them be over the counter okay i said okay, is that great. so wrong you know what i mean that's so wrong. OTC. Let's see how people abuse those motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, okay, great. OTC antibiotics, fantastic. Uh, and then final category. I would like to uh, offer you up uh, three 
fictitious worlds, be them from books or films or musicals, uh, fantasy, sci-fi, whatever you want, three fictitious worlds that we can you can jump into whenever you want. And that's going to be kind of where you have your mansion, apartment, shack or house, however that that breaks down. Uh, You will have that in this in this magical or just fictitious uh, land. Okay, as kind of your vacation home. Okay, what avatar? Great. Okay. Uh, Lego movie. Uh-huh. Okay. And I guess for the four, third one, I'm going to go ahead and um, go ahead and say um, Adventure Time. Great. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great. I just realized that I'm I'm getting on into the hungry, uh, hungry hit me. And that means that <laughs> I might get uh, angry, hungry within an hour if I don't eat. Good news is I got plenty of time. But I will say I love potato bread. <laughs> And I will also say that have you ever are have you ever lived in a place that offered Dutch crunch bread as a sandwich option? No. When you, so I I I got to start asking this of everyone I know. You are number you are the first person. Okay. So this is uh this is a inaugural kind of moment. But I feel like that's the only that only exists in San Francisco. Like that's a common option when you're at a deli in San Francisco. Dutch crunch is an option for your bread choice, and I've never heard of it before or since. This looks so good. It's a weird mystery. It's like focaccia, kind of, but it's not. It's Dutch crunch. This looks really good. Wow. All right. Well, listen. When the next time you come to Sketchfest, presuming there is one, which I hope there will be in January, yeah. uh, wow. I'm, I got to set you up with some Dutch crunch. I'm gonna get you the slimiest Ooh. turkey sandwich. <laughs> On Dutch Crunch, you could possibly envision. It's got a great name, too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I just, I don't, uh, I mean, if you looked at a picture, maybe you just image searched, but uh, if I dig into the history, maybe they'll be like, I guess I'm just glad it exists. It's yeah. not a, f- a false memory I made up. I'm glad um, you told me about this. This is going to be my night. Dutch Crunch. Dutch Crunch. That's all I'm saying. Dutch Crunch. Um, okay. It, it, describe in one word your mood when you woke up this morning. You know, I think generally I wake up and I think, oh, no. And I think this, you know, I can't believe it's still nothing has changed. But I think now I was away for a while and now I'm back with my dog and that the dog wakes me up. And so the dog puts me in a good mood. So I'll say um, grateful for the dog. Okay, great. Okay, great. All right. Uh, while I do the very complicated mathematics involved in yes, giving you this 100% guaranteed MASH mm-hmm. future, I would love for you to tell people about a recent podcast, perhaps, uh, as well as uh, other things and ways and places uh, that they should be enjoying your work and really just anything else that you feel like you wanted to talk about in a manner of stalling while I do yeah, this. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, well, you can always check out Dr. Game Show. I have a podcast called Dr. Game Show. It's on the Maximum Fun Network as well. And Max Fun Drive! Max Fun Drive! Max Fun Drive! Max Fun Drive! And, uh, this episode I- is coming out during the second week of Max Fun Drive! Max Fun Drive! So think about Thank that. And it's a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners. We play them with people over Zoom. And uh, it's a little bit of fun, a little bit of chaos. But it's it's a nice, family-friendly time. Um, I would also recommend a couple things. I guess uh, I guess if you're choosing between markers, crayons, or colored pencils, <laughs> the answer is always markers. Um, 
Another thing that I think you could think about is everybody says pumpkin candles, you shouldn't smell them until it's fall, but it actually does make the home look cozy any time of year. Uh, oh, like, I buy that. Yeah. Um, I'm also, there's this stuff called um, tofu powers, uh, tofu, tofu powers, power tofu, so power salad, tofu salad. <laughs> Austin powers. Austin powers. Austin powers. Man of <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that comes in a little tub. That stuff's really good. You go eat it with crackers. Um, and I guess the other thing I like to plug is, uh, you know, Beats by Dre. Um, <laughs> they're big headphones. Let everybody know you're listening to music. Don't talk to you. Um, Those are some really great recommendations. Uh, I am very pleased with the outcome of <gasps> your MASH game, so Be Not Afraid. I think you'll be very pleased yeah. as well. First of all, I want to reassure you that in this new MASH world, when you want to go outside with Loaf, you have a kind of terrific uh, diaper <laughs> bully <laughs> system that is both effective, <laughs> adorable, and also somehow not in the way of you yourself and other people who have to get up and down the stairs. So that seems like a feat in and of itself. Uh-huh. So brand new diaper pulley system that I'm very excited about for you. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to congratulate you on your fine upcoming work as either you know what it's one of those things where like you switch roles uh back and forth depending on how many performances you want to do so you can be both peter pan and wendy but not in the same show uh unlike the grease uh, that you might have worked out this is gonna you're gonna you're gonna focus in on just one role um per performance but you're gonna get to play both um I also uh, am very excited to see your backyard production of an episode of Younger. Awesome! I think that's going to be pretty terrific. I welcome you in to your fantastic ability to make pesto. Oh, no! I wish I could dance! (laughs) (laughs) All right, I need to know my husband. I need to know! Listen, listen. There's a there's a rhyme and and reason. You know what? There's no rhyme, but there is reason to this process. And I before we get into that, I just I need you to know that as great of a pesto as you make, I think there might be some kind of chopping involved mm-hmm. in that. Should you cut yourself with a knife? Mm-hmm. For some reason, leave it untreated, yeah. not go to a doctor. It gets infected. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Yeah. Boom. Go right to your local bodega. Oh. Get yourself some antibiotics. Oh, okay. You are golden. Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> now, that just leaves us with a couple more things. Uh-huh. You have a beautiful Lego mansion. Okay, awesome. That you live in inside the Lego movie uh-huh. with your <laughs> lifetime yeah. romantic companion. Uh-huh am not i did not rig the game uh-huh. you absolutely did end up with flip yeah go green yeah <laughs> eagle go green <laughs> yeah <laughs> congratulations <laughs> this is a wild and wonderful world wow. that awaits you thank you so much i, I feel so optimistic i'm so proud thank you so much 
Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Joe, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This has been a pleasure and a joy. Thank what a great... I'm, I'm actually so excited that this worked out because uh, I had zero plan for Max Fun Drive and... Uh, and our timing was going to be that we talked earlier. And I'm so glad that it didn't work out timing wise because <laughs> I have had so much fun talking to you. Yeah, I've never been more sure that my decision to make this the second week of Max Fun, that's you and Hodgman, man. That's you and Hodgman bookending Max Fun Drive for the JV Club. And I Whoa. feel freaking great <laughs> about it. Wow. So thank you. Well, this is a great podcast. I'm so glad to be on it. Thank you. You're an incredible host. The the wow. top host. That's that sounds like the flubber talking. Top host. <laughs> wow. Okay. If uh, we, that was great. If Hod if Hodgman um if Hodgman does ask uh, to also get with Flubber, just tell him Flubber is taken. Enjoyed that episode with Joe. This is it, the end of Max Fun Drive, at least as described in my episode. This drops on a Thursday. That still means that you have, possibly, for listening to it right away, which I'm sure you drop everything in your life to listen to my podcast the moment it shows up in your feed. Then you still have all day on Thursday, Thursday night. You can stay up all night on Thursday night deciding whether or not you want to become a member or upgrade your membership. I really don't want you to do that. You know what? Please get a good night's sleep. I want you to tuck yourself in, have sweet, sweet dreams. And if you still haven't done it and you want to do it on Friday, you can do it then. You have all day Friday. And then we have our big Max Fun finale show on Friday evening. I'm so excited to be a part of it. I've loved being a part of it since I joined as a podcast on Maximum Fun because there's just been so much interaction. There's been so much listener interaction the last couple of weeks. It's something that I have treasured and enjoyed. And I say that as a person who really does not love being on social media. I'm a real wandering toddler, and I'm just not on, on electronics as much as uh, I probably should be. All this to say... I have very much enjoyed all the positive stuff that has been floating around in the ether the e ether no janet that doesn't work um and and uh and i want to thank you so much for that i truly cherish being able to do this podcast with and for you and whew, i said it before i'm not going to cry but it's really helped get me through some tough times this last few months so i appreciate you if you are able to support the podcast feel free to visit maximumfund.org join know how much we uh, love your support and appreciate it and we love your non-financial support as well whatever you can do I feel it I want you to know I feel it I hear it I see it I sense it I feel it whether it is in monetary form or not so thank you and by the way if you just want to go rate this podcast with five stars in iTunes I never ask anyone to do that hence I have like five reviews after nine years feel free to just do that as a contribution Anyway, you get it. You get it. Thanks for being here, and I'll talk to you next time. Hey, remember one? We could save kittens from trees. Or lunch on skyscrapers. Bring the villains to their knees. Maybe we should.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.